Welcome to Trans Mafia. I'm Blue. This is Orion. How's everybody out there in Mafia land? How are you doing today? I'm doing actually really wonderful. I'm up bright and early and it rained last night, so it's nice and clean smelling and doesn't smell like a trash it toilet. Oh, wow. <laughs> it rained a lot yesterday. The, yeah. dark, the skies Seriously? by me look like they're apocalyptically dark, but yeah, not dropping them came down. We got like lightning. Uh, it's over like Henderson by the airport, kind of. Um, very much, yeah. So that was interesting. How how are you? How how's your week? My week was good. I got told by my two-year-old for the first time this week to shut up. Yes. Look at that independence coming. I know. In. <laughs> I know. I said, I, it's time for bed." And they looked at me. And I go, "Appa, up, up." I'm like, "No, you didn't." Little shithead. Yeah. Um, my cats do that to me all the time, but they don't say it. They just like turn their back and. <laughs> How's your puppy doing, by the way? Sage is doing well. Okay. Um, Sage is uh, getting bigger, much bigger, and not flying to potty train still, but you know, uh, it is what it is. Yeah. It is what it is. We uh, cheat Sage and accident in the house. Mm -hmm. And Finn was, Finn was in their high chair eating, and me and Owen, my husband, were in the kitchen, and I was sitting here. Oh, shit. <laughs> God, again with the shit. <laughs> That's yeah. funny. But you know, I, it's kind of funny because like we're learning, obviously we have to be very careful what we say now uh -huh. because we're still starting to repeat things. But um, yeah. just watching them starting to form sentences and say words mm -hmm. and stuff like that is really, really cool. And it's, it's amusing, you know? So it's, uh, it's a fun part, of, fun part of parenthood, I guess now. So I'm gonna own something, because we did not put out, uh, last week we didn't put out an episode, so I'm gonna put this out early in the week. Um, there is a lot of family stuff going on, and uh, so like meeting up wasn't happening. But we're trying to get back on track, and what I'm trying to do is just put something out um, every Sunday. Yeah. So of course I missed the Sunday deadline because we hadn't recorded. But anyway, yeah, so please uh, look for us sometime Sunday night because usually that's when I can get all my shit done. Um, yeah, so actually we've actually had a really interesting week with like the Oscars and the debate. We did. Like, the first been a lot gay of stuff black man won an Emmy too. With a huge Propose. hat. Yes. <laughs> huge hat. I thought yeah. that was awesome. Yes. Uh, I think, and I think LeBron Cox was nominated for an Emmy and I MJ... Get their last name from, I think Pose was also nominated for an Emmy. Yeah, I know Pose actually got a lot of nominations yeah. because it really was well done and it yeah. also is groundbreaking for yeah. telling the truth. And um, the craft is being remade. I did see that with the trans, with the trans, with the trans actress. actress. I don't yeah. know, is she playing someone who's trans or is she just you know, a trans I don't know. actress? I don't know. Because it'd be really, really nice if she was just like playing a chick. I know. Yeah, I don't know if she's playing a trans character or what, but Zoe's amazing. They came out, their story's been in the media for a long time. Yeah. I do, um, I went and saw Hustlers this last weekend. Oh, yeah? I highly recommend it. it it's actually really good. It would it would pass the Bechdel test. Like, it's not about a bunch of women trying to, like, do something for men. They're really just trying to do something for themselves and, like, trying to get themselves... Um, I, I kind of like that they're screwing over Wall Street guys. <laughs> like that makes me really, really happy in my heart. But also, like this is sometimes what women have to do, and I'm saying all women uh, have to do too. Um, but there are a lot of different body types, um, ethnicities like represented on there. You know, like Lizzo's on there, and we have um, this gal, Tracy Lizette. Mm. Um, on there, so like not main characters, but they're in the background, and then they do show up. So that's really nice. 
that there's like a lot more variety. And honestly, Jennifer Lopez at this point, what is she like 70, but she looks like she's freaking 30. Like she, she looks amazing. Um, probably because she's a dancer and whatever, but still she kind of looks amazing. So uh, yeah, I highly recommend it. Um, yeah. Yeah, I've, I've watched a couple episodes of Pose. I haven't watched the whole thing, but the episodes I did see were very uh, heart-wrenching, yeah. to say the least. Yeah, they're um, very real. Yeah, the way they cover some trans issues is just really well yeah. needed right now, so I mm -hmm. think it's great that they won, uh, got an opportunity to get an Emmy, and let's hope that they win. Well, and one of the interesting things, because we've had shows, like, like Transparent has covered trans issues, but those trans issues are very white, wealthy, Issues. Right, um, and then it was overshadowed by all that scandal with um, Jeffrey, oh, the, what, what was his yeah, name? The Me Too, yeah, Tambor. Yeah. Um, yeah, with the Me Too movie. So that which, just kind of made the whole series yeah, seem very... Yeah. Well, I have to say that that series, they do, I do know a lot of people um, that got jobs on the series as actors and also are, they, almost their whole staff, like for makeup, hair, um, doing a lot of the... Um, camera work and things like that behind the scenes is trans because they made that important. Right. I can't say much for the uh, writer of that. You know, she's like talking about her family. She's, I've seen her speak and she just really is about herself and it's mm. obnoxious. Um, but I mean, that, that was groundbreaking, but this is really nice because we're talking about trans women and trans, just trans people of color that aren't wealthy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's really nice. Like not that, you know, just we always hear about wealthy, 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 wealthy. Well, that's great. You can get a fucking surgery. You can do this. You blend right in. Good for you. Um, that's not necessarily what Pose is about. And I think it's, uh, I don't know. It's good. It's interesting and it's good. Yep, I think so too. I think you just need, keep, need to have some of these conversations um, and some of the more difficult ones surrounding yes. like, you know, especially like racism and, mm -hmm. uh, you know, transphobia and all this stuff. Mm -hmm. needs a, yeah. Need to just keep happening. So, who watched the presidential forum this past week? I know um, Laurel did. I, I watched, heard it from the other room. I watched most of it. <laughs> yeah, um, it's on YouTube. You can go to yeah. YouTube and click and um, search for LGBTQ at presidential forum. Um, I thought it was good. Uh, I thought the format was a little kind of weird. I guess um, one of the hosts was hitting on Cory Booker. Oh yeah, it was just it was kind of strange. But anyway. Um, the one thing that I caught was really strange was that um, they asked him one question about what they would do for the LGBTQ, according to Marianne Williamson. Mm -hmm. Every answer she gave was LGBTQIA+, not just LGBTQ. She had to get the IA+, in that. Well, so. I mean, that's probably, you know, how, how do you become inclusive? Okay, yeah. more letters, more letters. And as much as I'm like, good, like, but like, I would really, really, and I know that this is an older generation that's doing this, can we just say like the queer community? Can we just say like, like saying all those letters? Like it's good to recognize those letters, but like, let's like, yeah. let's like really say what it is. Like it is people that have been disenfranchised mm -hmm. and underserved because of their perceived or actual gender identity or sexual identity. Um, Yes. No, but here's a funny thing. Like, I don't have a problem with saying queer community mm -hmm. or being referred to as queer, mm -hmm. but I have a feeling if a presidential candidate said mm -hmm. that word, no, it would be it would be misconstrued. Well, and, and I think and a lot of people in the community 
I've talked to some people mm -hmm. that like don't I'm not queer I'm mm -hmm. not part, I'm not part of the queer community I'm part right. of the LGBT community right and so I mean not, like I said again not that mm -hmm. I personally care but like right. when I'm in general language uh -huh. I try not to be inclusive and refer to things as the queer community or people that are queer because mm -hmm. I've gotten jumped for that mm -hmm. you know and it's like it is it is an older generation thing and it is like also a regional regional it's kind of like a tranny word. um yeah you know, yeah. and so there's a it's a regional. I, there's a lot of things. It's just how do you call a community? I mean, sexual, sexual and gender minority community. You know, I mean, right. like how, how do you explain a community that is its own beast? Yeah, it is its own like absolutely different world than like cis straight community. It yeah. is a different fucking world. Yeah. And it's a much more colorful and better world with lots of glitter and um, and sloppiness that is like absolutely accepted, which I actually really appreciate. I called I, I, <laughs> I called uh, Caitlyn Jenner an, an anti-gang this week, referring to an article I saw. Really? What, yeah. No, what, and tell so, me. And somebody is like, well, why would you use a racist term to refer to her? And I'm like, mm -hmm. that term has multiple meanings depending how you're using mm -hmm. it. I said it also refers to a traitor. Not necessarily mm -hmm. of any skin color, mm -hmm. you know? I said, and that's the, that's the term I used it in. Mm -hmm. I didn't say anti, you know, Uncle Thomas, and she's anti-Jane, mm -hmm. you know, because she threw us on the bus when it came to Trump and a whole bunch of other stuff. I, um, with her, like, she's, she's coming from a very cis, white, male privilege mm -hmm. area, and she's coming into, like, a trans world where she, she did identify as trans, but, like, her to actually, re to be able to relate to other actual trans people it, I think is hard because she doesn't have commonality with most trans people. She might find two or three. Right. Um, but like really, like good for her for coming out, good for her for being herself. Go be yourself. Go do your thing. <laughs> just, just do that and don't try to be a spokesperson because you're, she's not really that great of a speaker and it, yeah, it's just I think she becomes the target of an older generation because she's an easy person to see. And she has been, she has faced a lot of discrimination yeah. and shitty things said by cis people. Um, so I, I will acknowledge that, like she has had that kind of discrimination. But she also has like a wealth bubble that she, that makes her, you know, kind of untouchable. Mm -hmm. um, I wanted to bring something up because, uh, and I was kind of going over this, so talking about trans people dating on trans apps. Oh. Right. So Grinder has been more open about accepting trans guys. Um, but I have a question. Why are trans women on Grinder? Are there trans women on oh, Grinder? Oh, lots. Oh. Oh yeah, lots. I don't know. I don't know. I have not actually been on Grinder because I'm just taking myself out of that pool. I'm a moderator for, for Grinder, and so like, uh -huh. the funny thing has an issue. Like, if they get you know mm -hmm. something negative, stuff, they can email, and I'm on the support team. But. I, okay, so this is this is the whole thing because there is so much crossover between uh, trans men and and you know many many people who identified as as um, gay men now identify as women, trans women or queer women um, of a trans experience or whatever. So being able to check in with that community might be comforting mm -hmm. because you understand the gay community and so you're going back into the gay community. Right. But I, there's also a lot of discrimination with the gay community not really wanting interaction with the trans community because they don't really know what to do with them and they're like, well, you're not what I want anymore. Mm -hmm. um, and there is with the gay men's community really a hyper-focus on a penis. Um, 
And so that can be a problem too, right? Yeah. And so trans men, that becomes, I mean, I know a lot of trans men that are gay and they do successfully date, but there is a lot of frustration with them. And, you know, like trying to figure out, well, you we know. We get trolled a lot on Grindr. I mean, mm -hmm. some of these guys are just brutal. Mm -hmm. you know, I was like, you think you have, you think you're a man because you've taken hormones or you, or right. because you've had your tits cut off. You're not men until you get a penis and mm -hmm. all this other stuff. And it's like, you know what? If you don't like my profile, just keep scrolling. You don't have to stop yeah. and say anything derogative yeah. to me. Because yeah, some know? people are, are more about, you know, are they, you look cute or like, oh, like they're more, a little bit more open to yeah. it. But it is, it's, it is kind of, a, again, with like an LGBTQIA plus community, um, there is so much crossover with gender and sexuality and like, where's the line? And it's very, very blurred and we don't know. And there is no, you know, everything's a spectrum and it, so it makes it very very hard to like yes I understand where it's men wanting to seek men for pretty much hookups and that's totally okay but like trans men want to do that too yeah and trans women want to do that too yeah I, I, and yeah I, I don't know if that's the right place for trans women but if they feel comfortable on there I mean, I, whatever yeah I don't know if it's the place for trans men but if they feel comfortable if they feel like they can get some on there like I'm all about like freedom of sexuality and please do it. Just please be safe because, and actually, you know, I don't even know. If you don't want to be safe, that is your prerogative, but like it sucks and it might suck your life away. Um, yeah. So this, and, yeah, this go is, ahead. This is interesting. I lived in San Antonio for a long time and yeah. a big part of my heart still, I love that town. And I'll never go there again. But um, there's a bar called the Pegasus and it's owned by a guy named Mauro Garza. Mm -hmm. who is a staunch, and I mean staunch, Republican. Mm -hmm. And he's running for Congress now. Mm, okay. And he has posted himself in bed, not in bed with, but like with pictures mm -hmm. with Ted Cruz and all these Republican bigots. And it's like, you own a gay bar, you're a gay-identified man, and you're sitting here taking all this money from us and saying it's okay, and then making all these anti-trans statements? I'm like, uh... Mm. But this is the continuation of the, well, gay men are, we've gotten our rights and we know what we want and fuck everybody else. Um, and that's very, very unfortunate. And I was just going to bring something up and like, this is what it makes me think of. Okay, so um, when we have the women's rights movements in like the 1900s, okay, mm -hmm. which really, and that really folded into like uh, abolition, so getting rid of slavery. When um, Frederick Douglass mm -hmm. uh, was part of that movement and was definitely like pro-women, right. but he flat out told the women's movement, well, if abolition comes and I can vote, I'm going that way mm -hmm. and fuck y'all. I mean, he didn't say those words, right. but he pretty much did. And that's exactly what happened because black men won the right to vote. Mm -hmm. And then it took a hundred years later hundred years later for women to get, women, any women, to get the vote. Yeah. Um, and so it, there has been a history, I just want to say a history of men, who like, well, they got there, so fuck everything else. Yeah. And like, it's that's great if he can come back and like help, but like the whole, the jumping of the ship, well, I'm going to get mine while I can. I understand that to a point, yeah. um, but then what happens, Where where's the hand up? Yeah, you know, when I, we when we get something, we need to like raise other people up with us 
because if I get a privilege of something, I'm going to be like, hey, who can I bring with me yeah. that is not going to get this this opportunity? Yeah. Um, and I do that purposefully because I know I know how it is to be the one that didn't get the opportunity. Somebody gave me an opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. Because I was a fucking punk, punk, you know, gutter punk kid, queer as fuck, um, and people gave me a chance. Um, they saw something more. So, you know, like, it, I think it's very, very important if you do get some, like, something, you know, try to get your friends hired, not your friends that will not work <laughs> or whatever. Try to get your friends hired, you know, try to help each other out. Um, yeah, I don't know, I, I, I am worried. Um, I think it's great that we have some women, you know, that are actually running for yeah. the office, but I'm, I don't know. I'm, this guy is such a tool. I mean, because even who, on the, who? this tomorrow, the guy was just talking oh, about. Because yeah, yeah, I was yeah. looking in the group on Facebook here, and Ted Cruz posted uh, among co-sponsors of an anti-LGBT bill, mm -hmm. and this douchebag posted, "I'm very proud. Ted Cruz stands for all Americans." Uh, not really. What kind of a gay man are you? That's like a new breed of gay because I've never heard of anybody saying that anything anti-LGBTQ is good, especially when you're gay. So he must, he's in a well, lot that's of the just whole amazes me. The privilege. That's that's a hole with with the um, pink elephant. Wow. Thing. Anyway, I just wanted to go back to this yeah. the dating the dating thing because I found this article. It was it is um, Tracy uh, Lizette. Tracy Lizette, yeah. yeah. She um she so she tried to go back and start dating. She went on on. And they kicked her um, off. Yeah, Tinder, yeah. which is like yeah. I but I think what it is is you can on Tinder because I'm on there way too much. Um, you can report people who are inappropriate or something, but if someone reports someone, they will automatically black th block them before they investigate because they want to because they're trying to like get rid of so sex workers or whatever. So people are reporting people for being trans. Yes, and then they automatically get blocked, and sometimes they're blocked for a long ass time before they now because she's an actress and a well-known right. person, hers got reinstated really quickly. But that's the whole problem is that when we have like people that are anti-trans and they're like, well, this is inappropriate. Right. And it's like, just cause you don't like it, just cause you don't want to date it, doesn't make it inappropriate. It just means you need to fucking keep your whatever to yourself. Keep scrolling. And go, and go find something else, like stop See, it. See, like, I don't understand, like if they, when people see trans people, someone what they don't like, who cares? I see people in places I don't like all the time. <laughs> I see people I don't like all the time. Yes. I don't go up to them and say, I don't like you, you can't be here. Every time I see a I MAGA like hat, I just, yeah. I, I want to, I want to, um, yeah, I, I want to punch him in the face. I do. Like, so badly. I do. I mean, I'm, a while back, there was a guy sitting here in the bar with one, and I just wanted to go up and rip it off his head and stomp on it. But it's like, I, you know, they expect us to be respectful, but yeah. then they come attacking us when we hit, when we fight back. Yeah, and, and that, then we're difficult. And that's that's their. I mean, that's everybody's right to like believe what they believe, and like politically, especially that's like a really hot topic because it is so, like, like we have, like we are just. I mean, there's like extreme one end and extreme the other end, and really most people are kind of in the middle, and we just want to like fucking get our shit taken care of, like get our groceries. And by the way, I don't know if it's everywhere, but I know that in Nevada, like almost everybody's food stamps went down to like 60 bucks. It was that national, or is that? Yep, that, cut, there was a federal cut for food stamps. Okay, right yeah. So that's bullshit because mm -hmm. I don't know anyone who can live on. $60 a month of food. I'm sure it can be done. He's trying, to, he's trying to force people on welfare to go back to work and quit taking advantage of the system in his thoughts. 
right? My thought with that is, he doesn't understand that he's doing nothing else to supplement that. He doesn't understand it's actually cheaper for him to keep some moms at home mm -hmm. on food stamps instead of paying childcare. Mm -hmm. How can yeah, you make, if, if you work sense. 40 hours a week at $9 an hour, mm -hmm. and that's after taxes, mm -hmm. you know, that's 260 bucks a week. Mm -hmm. You rent $900 a month, mm -hmm. you have to pay for transportation, even a bus passes, mm -hmm. $30 a month. You have to pay for food. Mm -hmm. Like, where's child, well, where's yeah. child care supposed to come in? Yeah. And a lot of times at the end of month, families are, do I pay for food, do I pay for rent, do I pay for child care, do I pay for transportation? Well, like, and what people don't understand is that when you have child care and then you have transportation issues, like you don't have a vehicle that you can utilize, um, because you don't have enough money, it takes you extra time to get everywhere. So if you're supposed to pick up your kid at a daycare center, mm -hmm. they charge you if you're late. Right. But if your bus is running late or like you get off work late, like, you know, and of course, like people who are taking jobs that a lot of people have, which are, you know, service industry jobs that don't pay shit, like they get shitty shifts. Like you get shifts, it is not a regular shift. Right. You get whatever you get every single week. Yeah. I work those jobs and they're not, you know, there's no stability um, if someone's working there for a long time sometimes, but like, I mean, they're going on, you know, whatever they made last year. Like, We looked into childcare for Finn mm -hmm. and it, was, it would have been a 140 a week. And it's like, and they won't take the child until the potty train. So that's like, and like that's for like 140, so that's like, that's like 600. Yeah, it was like 610 a month. Yeah, that's a like, lot. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and that was when I was had a decent salary, and I was like, still, that's just what, that makes no point for him to go to work. That's yeah. work, like, yeah. it, that's ridiculous. Because you're gonna pretty much break even or spend more money. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so, I mean, I, you know, I understand that he thinks people on welfare should go back to work, and he thinks all they're doing is preaching off the system. Yeah. Well, but he's never had to, you know, live like that, because right. he's always, you know, he can go out for steak, Steak and ketchup dinners. <laughs> right. Like I, I, I can't. I can't. Yeah, I'm like, just not one. even, not even fucking a one. I'm so sorry for people that eat steak and freaking just. He actually said an article one time before hamburger. McDonald's over steak. I'm like, what the? Anyway, uh, uh, <laughs> look, I, look who we're talking I about. Just, but yeah, it's just you know. So I don't know. It's just frustrating sometimes that, that privilege makes decisions for people. Yeah. Uh, they have no idea what they're talking about or anything like that. No. No. Yeah, anyway. it's, it's <laughs> um, okay, so like, I, I wanna go over this because I found this and I find it extremely funny and I think, I ho I'm hoping that there are some like non-trans people, like some cis people that listen to our podcast because I feel like they would probably gain a lot of insight or information, like, <sighs> like, this hat is absolutely a slur, and so if you're called that, it is absolutely a slur. Um, this, <laughs> this article is what not to 12 things you should never say to your LGBTQ coworkers. And I'm like, okay, can we like have this when people get hired on? Can we just do this? Um, so I just want to go, go through them because you know I like the lists and that kind of shit. Uh, try, don't try and compliment them by saying, you don't strike me as gay. Also, that works for you don't strike me as trans. That's bullshit. Oh, you didn't look trans. Oh, I would have never known. That shit, uh-uh-uh. No. Do not say that. That's fucked no. up. You just, you don't need to mention anybody's gender anything. Compliment something. If you want to get to know somebody, be like, I really like your blouse, Susan. I, that's, that's a terrible name, but sorry, that's not a terrible <laughs> name, but I feel like that's a strange 
I don't think I know any trans women named Susan. Anyway, um, <clears throat> don't try to relate to your LGBT coworkers by bringing up that one queer celebrity you know. They have a picture of Ellen DeGeneres, but that is just like the idea that, oh, my brother's cousin's dog's groomer's like dad is trans. Yeah, it's, oh, I have a trans Do you know friend. them? Like, yeah. oh, I know somebody in freaking Tennessee. Do you know them? Like, the likelihood of trans people knowing each other is a lot greater because it's a small community. But like, we all don't know each other and we don't really want to talk about celebrities. So don't, by all means. Do not talk about trans celebrities. Yes, we know who, trying to bring that shit up. Yes, we all know who Laverne Cox is, so yeah. you don't have to ask me. You know Laverne Cox? Did you know she's trans? And by the way, don't yeah. do that. Yes, because <laughs> because she's out and open as trans. It's great practice for you not to out people yeah. if you don't say that, because yeah. that way maybe you won't out one yeah. of your friends by saying, "Oh, this is my friend so and so, and they're trans." Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah. You're not introducing somebody's gender. You're introducing them as a human being. Right, and that's not. It's it's really not cool. Like actually, that's against HIPAA laws. Um, if you at work you say, "Oh, well, we have somebody else there. They're trans." Like that's not anybody's business. Yeah. Let people find out that shit on their own. You know, there's a rumor mill or whatever. This is a quote. A cis person telling a trans person about one trans person they know or one media reference about trans people they know is harmful because it's often irrelevant to the transgender nonconforming employee and thus communicates a lack of thoughtfulness or education. Yes. Um, so. All that. <laughs> Along those lines, don't try to relate to them by bringing up your LGBTQ relatives every time you interact with them. Please don't. We don't <laughs> really care about that relative that you don't even like anyway. Right. Um, and then you just use them for their freaking timeshare or whatever. <laughs> okay. Never say to your bisexual coworker, but you're really just gay or you're really just straight, right? And I have to say that that goes for gay people talking to bi people too. Don't say that shit. I've heard people say to me, it's like, so, well, because you were born female, that means you're really straight now because you're with guys. No! No. But, but, no. But, like, well, for, you weren't born female, you were assigned female. But anyway, yeah, okay. <laughs> I, uh, people are stupid. Don't misgender your coworkers by referring to them in the wrong pronouns. That's a big deal. Please don't do that. If you fuck it up, just correct it really quick and, and move on. Don't be like, oh my God, I did it again and make it about you. Because then you just look like more of a fucking asshole and you're bringing more attention to you fucking up. But also like that person might be stealth and like you fucking it up. That's your thing. You talk to that person later and be like, I'm really sorry. I'm working on it. Most trans people are very forgiving because we have to be because that's how we survive. But don't, don't be a shithead. No, and don't um, do what Ben Carson did and go to California <laughs> and refer to trans women as big hairy men in dresses uh, and then uh, double down and defend that by religious freedom when you're called out on it. Uh, San Francisco dude, is I the just, wrong place to do that. Just, I, uh, okay, yeah. <laughs> Never ask an invisible question like, so who's the man in your relationship? Yeah. <laughs> um, Oh, I'm sorry, that was an invasive question. <laughs> yeah, that's that, you know, who's the bottom? Who's the pitcher? Who's the catcher? Like, that's not really your business. And if you wouldn't talk to that, that's something you talk about with close friends, not random people. Um, and just because someone is identifies as a sexual minority or a gender minority doesn't mean it's any of your goddamn business. And, like, if you're really going to fantasize about that, there is plenty of porn, so much porn. Um, <laughs> don't refer to your queer coworkers, partner, or spouse as their friend. Quotes, friend. Yeah, that's fucked up. Uh, 
it's inappropriate to tell your coworker, I would have never known you were transgender. Again, like we kind of went over that. Um, asking your coworker, have you had the surgery yet? Or other invasive questions about their body isn't just rude, it's likely sexual harassment. Truth, okay, you do not go around asking other cis people, so how big is your dick? How? <laughs> how loose is your pussy? Um, how big are your boobs? Like a woman asked me that one time. She was like, well, "Are they you fake? Had, she goes, they have you had the surgery?" Mm. And I looked at her. I said, "Have you had breast implants?" Mm -hmm. And she's like, "Well, that's kind of offensive." I said, "Yeah." So was just asking me in my pants. Why? We're yeah. not dating. We're not gonna be sleeping together. So why do you care about what's yeah. in my pants? I had a boyfriend that was trans, and we were volunteering at a um, a LGBT event at a well-known LGBT center. It was a big event, yeah. and. I think it might have even been a trans event, but this drunk ass gay guy was volunteering, which I don't even know how he got past that. But then he's like, oh, so like, cause he was trying to figure out the dynamics between us. Cause like I looked fucking gay and then my partner was very stealth. Yeah. And then, so he, when he figured out that we were together and he was like, well, why are you guys here? And uh, my partner at the time said, well, I'm trans. And he was like, so you used to be a woman, and I looked at him and said, well, how big's your dick? And then he was like, oh, uh, 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 uh. Uh -huh. And then he just, I'm like, well, that's a rude fucking question. Yeah. So that's what you're asking. And yeah. he left us alone for the rest of the night. Yeah. But I was just like, I reported. And I was like, I can't, I can't. I understand that people, not everybody gets training or whatever, but I'm like, don't fucking the drunk gay guy. Please don't like What? You got to pause and change phones. Let him do this. Um, I want to go back and talk about the LGBTQ forum real quick. Are you done with your list? Yes, I am done with That was list. fascinating. Thank you for sharing. <laughs> um, so, like I said at the, earlier in the podcast, at the LGBTQ forum they did this week, they um, had all the candidates come up and talk about like what they would do for their first 100 days in office for the trans community, or for the LGBTQ community, blah, blah, blah. And the coolest thing that happened was Elizabeth Warren, her answer was to read all names of all 18, well, now 19, but 18 women, trans women at the time that had been murdered. And I thought that was really, really cool. She's like, it's time an American president said their names. And yes. she's right. Yes. She's absolutely right. You know, and then two days after that, they found there's a trans woman in Dallas that was shot. Um, she didn't pass away yet, but I mean, she was shot like three times. So um, I think that was really, really cool. You know, and I don't, I don't know. I think her and Cory Booker probably did the best at the LGBTQ forum. Um, Angelica Ross, I love you, girl. But I gotta say, Glad, you need to call them out. If you want to get up there and get your minutes of fame on the stage, you need to call Glad out for taking transphobic dollars. Yeah. You can't have it both ways, standing up there representing them and letting them harm the community. They're harming the community by doing that. They're enabling transphobia. Yeah. So if you want to stand up on stage and support an organization, then you also need to be able to say, you know what, what you did wasn't right. And not just take the, take the fame, but take the pain with it. Yeah, I think a lot of times those discussions, and we've kind of talked about it before, are things that need to be talked about behind closed doors. Like, yeah. they need to have a fucking come to Jesus moment about what the fuck they're doing. Like, what are you actually doing? Are you helping community? Is ever, is your mission statement? Are you following your mission statement? That kind of a thing. Because if you're not, then you need to change shit up, right? Well, you know, they never even, Glad never even, I sent them multiple emails to different sources. I emailed all the board directors, mm -hmm. and it was the same letter. It was very polite, just saying, you know, you might not be aware of this, but this is what's going on. Mm -hmm. Not one response from them. Not one email yeah. back. Nothing. 
and it's like, and I know some of them were delivered in red because those little email notifications checked right, it. Right, like they saw So it's it. like, yeah. come, come on. You know, I mean, they have trans people that work there. Nick Adams is creative director. Yeah. Um, and it's like, I, I, to me, that's just kind of crappy, but I... Well, and... Uh, you know, on, on it's throwing their a defense, community on the bus. On their defense, maybe they're fielding a lot of this stuff and trying to create a file because you don't think that they're even trying No, they trying might be, to, but here's yeah. the thing. Organizations need to research their donors and know where their money's coming from. I would agree. Because not only is UFC transphobic, Dana White threw Trump almost a million dollars in his campaign. Mm -hmm. They're huge Trump supporters. Mm -hmm. So aside from the fact that they're transphobic, why the hell would you want to take a penny from somebody who supports Trump just so they can say they support the LGBTQ? Mm -hmm. They don't if they support Trump. Right. So that's taking dirty money. And I'm, I, don't, I wouldn't want dirty money like that. I agree, I, but I they have, have to, to... They have to source their donation to be ethically responsible. I, I, I think it is really hilarious, though, when people donate to, you know, LGBT organizations <laughs> on behalf of, like, yeah. <laughs> on of behalf of people, be like, um, that makes me so happy, because I feel like that's a really passive-aggressive way. I did that with Mike like, Pence. I, yeah. I donated 20 bucks in his name to uh, Planned Parenthood. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I thought it was great. But yeah, it's just, I just, you know, I talked about it before, but they're responsible for where that money comes from. And you can't sit here and say that you're supporting the trans community and take dollars that are actively hurting us. Yeah. You know, um, they just had a rant again this weekend about trans women are being men in dresses. And it's like, it's just enough already. Well, and it's not, it's, it's you know, when we talk about trans community, there is such a hyper focus on like people sign male at birth. Um, you know, being in the wrong clothing. Like, that is like the, oh, they're tricking us. They're, you know, trying to pull one over. Like, no, you're attracted to somebody, you're attracted to somebody. Mm -hmm. Like, I think that people should be honest, and I think that sometimes people aren't. But I think that there's sometimes people that aren't honest about their STDs, and they're like, no, 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 I'm clean. So there's a lot of things that, with our dating culture, but, like, nobody, even if they're not who you feel like they should be, nobody has the right to to be like tortured, killed, like, be well, tortured maybe. Okay, <laughs> BDSM community aside. <laughs> BDSM community aside, um, non consensual, you know, that I, there's just no excuse for it. Like, stop it. Like, if you are human, especially if you identify as a Christian or if you want to use that as your backup. Like, then act like it. You know, treat people how you want to be treated. Fucking golden rule, people. I saw the perfect quote this week because people tell me all the time, and I hate when they tell me this. Mm -hmm. I, I love the sinner but hate the sin. So I saw a quote this week that said, next time somebody tells me that, tells you that, tell them that you, ha you hate the believer, or you hate the belief but love the believer. And I'm like, that <laughs> is perfect. I'm going to use that one next time. Somebody says, well, I love the sin, love the sinner but hate the sin. Fine. I love the believer but hate the belief. How's that? You know what I mean? Because that's really what it is. It's yeah. like, you know. Yeah, it's. We just we need to be just kinder to each other. I think there's so much hate and anger and aggression, and I have a lot of that hate and anger and aggression. But if we are nicer to each other, then that beget nice begets nice. Like if we do let people in or open a freaking door or say thank you like that is really nice that's actually really nice it's it's not common 
common sets anymore. It's like that's a nice thing to do, and maybe we need to actually treat people like people and quit treating people yeah. like machines. You know, a while back they had that all-trans uh, runway. I think we might have talked about it a little bit in New York. They had the all-trans male fashion show mm-hmm. with that all-trans con- mm-hmm. um, um, guys. Mm-hmm. And I kind of I got into an argument with the trans woman the other day, and I ended up blocking her because she wouldn't leave it alone. And I'm like, it's my opinion. I'm allowed my opinion without having to defend it and defend it and argue for it, right? And my point was, like, you know, when you look at the picture that they show, all those trans guys they showed are muscular and beautiful and mm-hmm. passing really well, you know? And, and I Probably used Probably with the help of... Right, of, and I uh, used the term body shaming, and it wasn't mm-hmm. the right term. Mm-hmm. I was trying to find the right words to say, so I shouldn't have used the term body shaming. Mm-hmm. But my point was, they should have had all different types of trans men. They're disabled yeah. trans men, mm-hmm. chubby trans men. Like, all these different types of body styles, not just all these muscular, look-at-me guys. Right. You know, I said that's not true representation of the, trail, well, of the trans male community. And even when you're looking at models, if you're picking model-type people, yeah. models are not, they're actually extremely androgynous and not very muscular. Right. Because they don't fit into the fucking clothes if well, they're too and muscular. Trans guys so, looking at that, yeah. like, even me, I'm, I'm pretty body positive. Like, I don't really right. care. But looking at all these muscle-bound trans men with cut the chiseled out and like mm. all these beautiful guys are model material it's kind of like uh and i don't want to hold myself up to anybody but somebody new in transition could look at that and be like oh no it look like that i mean so i just think that they needed a little bit more diversity in that mm-hmm. oh, I you know agree. i agree um but i agree and maybe i shouldn't have called it body shame because to me i what i said was i mean it's kind of body shaming right and to me it kind of was mm-hmm. but that might not have been the best way to describe it i don't know right. Like, why would you not have that in there unless you were ashamed of it? And there's some, there are some, like, they, all of those people would have had some kind of top surgery because they all did. They're not going to show a trans man that has breast tissue. Right. They're not going to do it. Right. And the thing of it is, it wasn't about, they're like, well, it was a model one way. No, 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 no. They touted it as being out in trans. It wasn't about being a model because none of those people were. Mm-hmm. So that's a bullshit excuse. Mm-hmm. And also for male models, they have to be quite tall. And right. <laughs> many trans men are, are uh, you know, five foot nothing. Right. So, you know, that's that's a thing. Uh, yeah, stand up for other people in your space, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Preaching to the choir, I know. <laughs> well, yeah. It's frustrating. Anyway, there is another LGBTQ presidential forum coming up. I believe October first or second mm-hmm. in LA, and I'm probably really? in LA. Yeah, where where are they uh, having it? I don't know, but it's, it's invitation. Sold out. It's invitation only. Uh huh. It was because of course it's by HRC, so it's invitation only, which means I basically know how that's gonna go. if you donate enough money to them or if you're privileged enough to go, you'll be able to go. If you're an activist that gets along with them, right. Like, Right. But that's the problem with like organizations that put on. Of course, they're not going to put dissenters in there because they're afraid that there's going to be. I can understand, but like if they're going to have something, just have it. Don't. Oh, they would probably have a shit ton of people though. Like, yeah, I yeah, just certain people are going to be invited and other people are not. And I it's under- probably. You know, I understand having have tickets first come first serve, mm-hmm. but I think the invitation only part is bullshit because I think it's excluding a lot of people. You know what I mean? That have the right to be there and ask questions and, and sit and listen and see what's going on. But, again, that's HRC, so not kind of not surprised. HRC does not have a good track record. No, in fact, guess what? One of the senators that they endorsed, Susan Collins, was the clinch-pin vote for Trump to take his border money Mm -hmm. from the military. It's like, this is the type of people that HRC is endorsing. 
you know, and it's public knowledge, so I'm not, like, trying to, like, just bury them or slam them, but, like, that's not okay. <laughs> but HRC has a history of taking money wherever they can get yep. it, and then they just use it for whatever, because I'm not really sure, like, how that gets changed into anything. People buy their endorsements from yeah, HRC. I know. They buy um, their way out of the Equality Index. All that stuff is just, it's all crap. Yeah, it's, it's, it's very, very difficult. I forgot to, uh... I forgot to mention this, but I was going to say when, like, the was Emmys and that mm-hmm. kind of stuff, so Patricia Ar- Arquette yeah. was, you know, well, yeah. nominated. Did she win? She won, yeah. Yeah, but she did talk about Alexis Arquette, yeah. um, her sister, who was transgender, um, who died. Yeah. Um, and I know people who know that family, mm-hmm. and, like, the they have been processing that, but that's a very hard thing to yeah. process because they were very accepting of their sister. Right. Um, but unfortunately, you know, their sister wasn't accepted in all ways. Right. Um, did some acting work, but like doing acting as a trans person in, in yeah. Hollywood is very, very hard um, and being in the spotlight. And yeah. they never, at least I never heard that they acted like their, that Alexis was like a burden or like they didn't want to be seen with her. No, my um, heart literally broke for her when she was yeah. speaking about her because you could see the pain and, yeah. and, you know, and she's like... My sister will never have that chance, you know, but it, yeah, it was very, very sad, yeah, but it, it was poignant. It, it is really, really nice when you see family that is accepting, and unfortunately, it's showing acceptance after a death, mm-hmm. but it's still, you know, showing acceptance and saying, you know, there are people that love you, will care about you, will, like, support you and take care of you and be accepting, and yeah. so, it, yeah, yeah. I was, I was really kind of glad to hear all the positive stuff about yes. trans people coming from politicians and stuff from last week. I'm trying not to be jaded and thinking that they're doing that just to get election points or brownie points or popularity points or whatever. But, you know, um, you know, people are upset that Bernie Sanders skipped both of the LGBTQ, to LGBTQ forums. You know, he had other plans. He had, and he did. He had other plans to be someplace else. Now, could he, could he rearrange those? Probably. But to me... Bernie's an 80-year-old man yelling to kids to get off of his lawn. Yeah. So I don't really I mean, expect him to do too much except scream and rant and rave. Yeah. Because well, he, he has some good ideas. He does. And I think, you know, we definitely, because we've had, like, such uber-conservative, like, having kind of swinging the other way and having, like, really some real change and yeah. radical, because I think that he can do it. But, like, that means he... So <laughs> here's something that I learned about politics. When you are already thinking that you're you already have your audience you don't go and talk to that audience right. you talk to the people that are a little bit on the fence about you um i think bernie does have like a queer vote because i think that his his um ideas are kind of encompassing of a lot of things that like queer community lgbtqia plus community in you know embodies and encompasses and and believes in um and so like of course you know I think it would be good for show for him to show up there, but he's doing what politicians do, which is like, you don't go for the people that you know are already going to vote for yeah. you. You go for the people that that you that are on the fence. 
But I don't vote like, for candidates like that because that's a turnoff to me. Mm-hmm. That's a huge turnoff. Like, oh, I know that. I know I have them in my back pocket, so I don't have to stand up for them. I don't have to say anything about them. They're cool yeah. with me. It would. I mean, usually they do say things, but they don't necessarily go to these things. Um, part of me feels like maybe this whole, you know, people showing up to this is being like, look how inclusive I am. But when it comes down to it, yeah. So did Trump. He was like, oh, I love the LGBT, and like we see how that fucking shit show was. So. Apparently, it's, a lot of Wildcat Republicans bought that hook, line, and sinker because they reendorsed the president pussy grabber. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So, I, I think that, uh, yeah, I don't know. We're, like, done. Well, you know, we uh, appreciate you coming, and um, we appreciate you coming and listening to us rant and rave um we do encourage you even though we don't like it all the time like to watch these debates because this next election is going to change a lot of things or not change a lot of things and it is important even in the primary elections to actually get out there and vote because those are going to count more than the other ones because we still have electoral college and who knows what happens with the popular vote because apparently popular vote doesn't matter because of that stuff so um anyway if you rants raves um go to our facebook page we have an awful lot of followers and we put we are we are at a thousand followers now that's amazing yes we love our trans mafia family so thank you everybody for liking our page and listening to us yeah it means the world to us um and we have considered doing a uh facebook live Mm -hmm. at some point to kind of do a back and forth um with uh some people so um, we're going to look into that. You know, hit us up if you feel like that's a good thing. I think we should do a survey out on our Facebook yeah. page, maybe. Um, and then, yeah. 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 I think we're going to be looking at getting some Trans Mafia gear, too. Maybe some stickers yes, and stuff yes. like that. So, Wait uh, for that logo to come out. Later. Yeah. I have. I, I know. I have it. I have the logo done. We're working on a logo. I have part of it done. We just have to finish it off. It's so. not the butt plug one, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Long story. No. My, my, my dog's middle name is Butt Plug because on the back of their neck they have a white mark my dog is all black but on the back of her neck she has a mark that looks like a butt plug so the middle name is butt plug yeah <laughs> anyway <gosh>. yeah <laughs> thanks for listening to us this week yes thank you so much for listening please share us with your friends and family yep. um, you can support us by you know uh, going in and giving us five stars and doing a little burp 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 about how much you love us or if you hate us we, we also we would rather not you have you put the stars out there but talk to us like tell us what we need to change what we need to talk about um, and uh, we will move forward with that yep sounds like a plan I hope everybody has a great week and uh, we will be back with you. Look for a new episode up next Sunday or before because we're a week behind. Yes. So you might get a yes. bonus episode this week. Yes. But if nothing else, Sundays, Sundays for sure, um, make sure to look for new content. All righty then. All right. Ciao for now. Bye. Welcome to Trans Mafia. I'm Blue. This is Orion. How's everybody out there in Mafia land? I think we have a lot to talk about this week, don't oh, we? Oh, shit time. Oh, yes. boy. Okay. Boy. Why don't we first start off with the uh, those debates? The sham debates? <laughs> the master right. debate. Okay, debates. no, that was a little harsh. That was a little harsh. Here's my take on the debates. I think a lot of them did very well in answering questions. I think that Kamala Harris made me definitely not a fan of hers even more for multiple reasons. 
Um, and I, I'm not sure what to make of this whole not having trans women come speak debacle. Um, because, so there's a woman named Blossom Brown, Blossom C. Brown from, from LA, who um, grabbed the mic from a woman who was speaking and said, you guys are erasing black trans women and, and black trans men not letting us speak. And then like 20 or 30 minutes after that, they had exactly a trans woman, a black trans woman, a black trans man speak. So I'm wondering if they did that because they got caught not having them. Probably. You know, and also. Magic. Magic they, of HR. Yeah, and Trans Latina Coalition rushed the stage, which they're kind of popular for doing. I mean, they hung a flag at Dodger Stadium, and that's kind of what they that do is they rush Bambi's things. Also yeah, okay, yeah, that's kind of their MO, which was cool, you yeah. know, but. Um, I like that that they really, really tried hard to keep people that were going to do that out, and then it still happened because people yeah. were all like, and I have this up my sleeve. Well, and they, they did, I, I posted on Facebook, I'm like, let's see how many trans people answer questions. They did have quite a few, mm -hmm. so I had to correct myself mm -hmm. on that, but the questions were kind of the same. What are you going to do about trans people in bathrooms? What do you, it's like, it's they were worded different ways. I think they did it just to say that they were trans. They let trans people ask questions, but like... I don't know. My husband's here with us, and he watched the debate. So, what do you think? I feel like that's a very loaded question. Um, I feel like a lot of the candidates did pretty well with it. Um, I, I got to give credit where credit's due, and uh, Mayor Pete, Pete did his uh, did his homework and did it well. He took a lot of those questions that were being asked, and he answered it, and then he he proceeded to go one step further with it. So when the question was really largely geared towards uh, the cis gay community, um, he, he answered it and then he took that one step further and he goes, well now what about the trans community? And he approached the topic of trans yeah. several times, so I give him kudos for that. Yeah. I noticed some other candidates doing it as well. Elizabeth Warren did it. Um, yeah, um, several. Um, even Tom Snyder did it at the end, if he continued to watch the whole debate. Oh, like um, he, he finally caught on that that's what, that's what the trend was, he better fucking pick it up. Right. So I give credit where credit's due, and, you know, these candidates aren't completely ignorant to it. The one, I guess, upside, reassuring upside, was that if any of these candidates keep their promises and are elected, um, a lot of them saw the need for there to be an advisory committee for them, a diverse advisory committee, which I think is huge. I think that's... The, that's a very good starting point, but that's yeah. all it is, is a starting point. They do keep mentioning trans people in leadership and all that stuff, so hopefully, you know, if they'll, they'll, we'll put trans people in leadership and the right trans people in leadership, not just a trans person, because trans people can be sellouts too. I mean, just because you're trans doesn't mean you're a good advocate for the community. Well, and, and I think it's very easy for, you know, trans people to be, quote, sellouts, because, like, we don't have any fucking money. Nobody wants to give us any goddamn money. <laughs> so right. sometimes we'll do anything, which is why a lot of people do sex work and they don't want to do sex work, um, because that's a way to make money. Yeah. Swim upstream too much, you don't, you don't get anywhere because nobody's going to help you. Yeah, you're right. And it, you're right. Um, it's I think, not excusing all behaviors, just saying. Yeah, no, I think that um, I think that's a good start. And like, I was impressed with, like... Um, like I said, Cory Booker and even Tom Stainer, was that his name? Snyder. Snyder. 
Um, I, I thought their answers were very well thought out. Elizabeth Warren, I think, stole the show with, with her response and her attitude towards the LGBTQ community, but I'm a huge, huge, huge Mayor Pete fan, too. Uh, and so, I don't know, it'll be interesting to see. What'd you think? I mean, I really am all about causing some chaos in order. I love that shit um, more than life itself because I think that that's how you make changes to like wake up. This needs to be, if it's too organized, it's, it's bullshit. You know it's bullshit. So to have like people actually go up and say something and start taking over, like that's what trans people have always had to do yeah. because we always have people usually white gay men speaking for us and saying, oh, and this and this and this, oh, and token. Yeah. And it becomes like, no, you don't even want us to speak for ourselves, which I feel like this is just another example of cis people, yeah. white cis people speaking for, yeah. you know. And I gotta, give a, I gotta give a shout out to Don Lemon and Anderson Cooper, because the way they handled both those situations mm. was fucking amazing. Mm. Like, no, 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 they have a right to be upset, especially Anderson. He's like, let him speak. Yeah. Let them get their voices heard, you know? And I, I, I just think that the way both of them handled that was really, really, really well done, you know? Well, and Anderson Cooper reiterated for, I guess, more the home audience for that, mm -hmm. that um, LGBT rights are steeped in a practice of protest. We have never gotten anything given to us ever. We've always had to commandeer it and take it. Mm -hmm. And that's what we did. Mm -hmm. They commandeered the stage. They commandeered microphones. Do I think uh, maybe they could have... Torches and pitchforks. But, right. Yeah. They maybe could have used their platform and and their voice and the time that they had in a maybe a little bit more constructive of a way, but their mm -hmm. message was received. It's and they were listened to. Yeah, it's hard to use things in a constructive way when you just see the in inequality just shoved in your face and you're like, I just need to say something, anything. Yeah. Anything is better than nothing. Well, and kudos to CNN. They could have cut through a commercial break. And to be fair, to be fair, there was another activist, Ashley Mee Preston. I guess she was supposed to ask a question and they called her apparently while she was getting ready from what I read in the article and told her not to bother. So she didn't even bother to go. You know, mm -hmm. um, and it, I understand their frustration, yeah. you know, but thank God that Blossom yeah. C. Brown said, oh, no, this isn't going to happen like yeah. that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And the lady who was actually speaking was gracious enough to say, you know, take the mic and say what you need to say. Yeah. You know, so I thought that a lot of things were well done. I think um, I wasn't surprised when the stage got rushed because that's just kind of a that's a trans Latina thing. Yeah. You know, they do it all the time. I think it's good to, that they, you know, make notice of what's going on. And that's one way they do it. Is you that know? considered um, Chicana, or is that Translatina Coalition? Is you know what I'm saying. Like, are they? Do they consider themselves Chicana? I don't know. I don't know. Just, just asking. Yeah, I don't know. I've never had a discussion with either one of them about that, so I'm not okay. quite sure. Be a good question uh, to find out. Because yeah, you know, like Chicana and Chicana culture is all really about that, about like the recognition and fighting for what you want and need. Yeah. So, well, like I'm saying, Bambi Saucedo, she is fearless. Yeah. I mean, at Dodger Stadium during Pride Night, they hung a, they hung a flag over, I mean, she, mm -hmm. she's fearless. Mm -hmm. She does things that nobody else will do because mm -hmm. she doesn't care what the reaction is. She doesn't care, she, that's what she wants. Yeah. And sometimes that's what needs to happen. Yeah. So I don't I think agree. it's the wrong I thing agree. for her to do. I sometimes I, I, I question maybe the way it was done, mm -hmm. but you know what? I'm not in their shoes either. Yeah, it was done, so, and, and that's it. And they are organized when they do those oh, kinds yeah. of things. So um, yeah. some stuff just isn't organized, but 
Yeah, yeah. They let the storm creating change a couple years ago. They stormed the stage and kicked everybody off the stage. Oh, I know. You know what I mean? I was there. Yeah, it was fantastic, <laughs> and it needed to happen. So yeah. yeah no. You know. Yeah. I, so I participated in that. Yeah, that's good. Which was which was really really empowering and. It was nice. It was nice because I, yeah, I mean, I think that that year specifically they were talking about um, African-American oppression and I think that that was important, but like the timing of the stage being rushed was like a white cis woman mm -hmm. with privilege talking and it was just like enough. Sit down and, and she, shut up. she looked like she didn't know what the fuck to do. That was amazing. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, 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 she, yeah. And I mean, not that I want to like silence a woman, but also like some people we just hear from over and over and over again and yeah. hopefully they paid her because I know that they probably paid her anyway they're not silencing them if they don't have if they don't deserve to be up there yeah. as a white woman what business do you have talking about African American or anything yeah I agree with that I agree with that yeah Oh, do you want to introduce yourself since you're making all these comments but didn't introduce yourself? I said he was my husband, but I'll still let him introduce himself. <laughs> I'm Owen. Um, yeah, I jump on here from time to time. <laughs> and we're happy to have you. Thank you. We like your uh, snarky comments. They go with our snarky comments because we're some snarky people. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about being assaulted by the TSA. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, so... Um, I, I fly back and forth frequently, like at least once every two months, at the very least. Um, and so I noticed, and I don't get this at the Burbank one, but at the LAX TSA, I always flag, they always need to feel me up. They always, and I, I'm just like, can you not put me through your freaking x-ray machine and just feel me up? Do you enjoy the feel up? No. I'm sorry, I'll be I wish, I wish. <laughs> But, you know, if you make comments to them like you like it, that can be seen as sexual harassment. Yes. You can get sued. But, yes. And it's like, so you don't you don't win anyway. Right. Um, but, yeah, so this last time I went through, and I always get flagged, and they're like, there's something, there's something, did you have anything in your pants? And it's like, I wear boxer briefs, and so it's like an extra layer of material, or it's bunched or whatever, and so I know that's what it is. But I'm like, if you run both of them, then you won't get that problem. But they run, you know, male-female, and if you have any kind of abnormality, they're like, oh, we need to fill you up. That's how we do things, um, which is whatever. But anyway, I actually got pulled to the side for an extra feel up because. <laughs> um, I'm sorry, I'm not laughing at the situation. <laughs> the way you describe it. I mean, if it was a good feel up, it'd be one thing, but this was not. Oh, no. When I'm not in control of that feel up, I, that's that's not that's not my thing. Um, and I mean, she wasn't bad looking, but like, and again, like they assume, and that's the whole thing is because of the way I look. They're assuming woman, but then they see all the other signs, and then they see my ID, and it's like, I okay, so first of all, when I went through, first they check your ID and your ticket, right? And the girl's looking at me, and looking at my ID, and looking at me, and looking at my ID, and looking at me, and looking at my ID, like five times, and I'm like, <laughs> like, what the fuck? So I'm pretty sure she marked on there something, so they fucking pulled me aside. So I walked through, and I did my whole, you know, arms up, and I got pulled aside, I knew it was gonna happen because it happens every fucking time, every single time. 
if I pay that extra fee, does that not happen? Like that extra eighty dollars? Yeah, you can do the clear. That fee. way, you just go right through. And yeah, I want to be like fuck them. Yeah. Um, but anyway, <laughs> like, like so. That is usually, I'm used to them swiping my hands and feeling me up, and then they're like, yeah, you're fine, because your fucking machines are flawed, and I don't want to be x-rayed like the old ones were, where they saw everything, but I also am like, if there's a wrinkle in my shirt, you probably, you know, think that it's a wrinkle in my shirt, and not like I'm hiding a bomb in my shoulder pad. In my hunchback. You know what's really funny? At the same time that I've gotten felt up and grabbed and mm-hmm. groped by TSA, mm-hmm. my bag was going through with pot in it. Oh, <laughs> you know. And passed. So they didn't care about that. They cared no. more about me when I had my pants. That's my so pad. funny. Just say it. That's so funny. Um, <laughs> what do they do if you, they find the pot? Do they just take no, it? They don't, some of them don't care. Oh, They're not okay. looking for that. Yeah. They're looking for bombs. So anyway, um, <laughs> so I guess what they said is that I got dinged in the walkthrough and then my stuff got dinged in like my clothing or whatever they said that there was something after they swiped everything and took everything out of my bag which i really wish i would have had some interesting things in there <laughs> but i didn't um but after they took everything out of my bag they uh swiped my shoes and i guess there was something on my shoes but i'm like they're like, oh, well, were you here to visit? Because you know it's Las Vegas. And I'm like, no, I live here. And they're like, yeah, well, clean your shoes with alcohol so you don't get flagged on the way back. And I'm like, like. The bottom of your shoe, like the sole? I don't know. They wouldn't tell me. I'm like, what are you guys looking for? Like, what happened? Nobody would tell me shit. They don't tell me shit, um, which is really frustrating because I'm like, I don't even know what you're looking for, but like, like gunpowder. I don't even know because I've only been like to work and my apartment and maybe to the store. I wasn't like trudging through like yeah. the gun range or like anything that would really deem me to be felt up. But I feel like maybe they just want to check. I don't know. So I got the whole feel up thing um, first, and then they did a more extensive feel up, which is just let me go around your boobs and your crotch a little bit further, which is like. Uh, that was a second feel up? That was a second feel up. <laughs> I wish it was better. They didn't even tweak the nipples or anything. I just nothing. Oh, no, no, no ass grabbing. Um, but, oh, <laughs> but no. anyway, like, so they sent they sent the gay guy over to tell me you're okay to go. Just make sure that you. Um, that's what his voice sounded like. Just make sure that you wash your your shoes with alcohol so you don't get flagged. I'm like, what are you looking for? Just wash your shoes. And so, but they everything. My laptop, all my fucking clothes, all my toiletries. Like I was watching them go through it, like. I don't know what the fuck they're actually looking for. Did they test everything or just look through it? No, they swiped it with their little swipey. Who knows what the fuck? I don't even know. I don't know. And so I looked up what they were looking for, and it's still like there's no... Specific. No, I just think that they pick people out because it happens every time, but this double feel-up was like a new thing, Um, which makes me want to like wear a prosthetic just to fuck with them. But they asked me, and this is something I looked up afterwards. They asked me if I wanted to go to a private room. Never go to a no, private never. room with them. Never, never go to. They asked me if I wanted to, and I was like, no, you can no, do it right here. Yeah. You already felt me up. Let's feel me up again. Um, and the lady comes up to me, and she's like, how are you doing it today? And I'm like, well, I'm here. <laughs> like, waiting for you to come feel me up. But this is the whole thing. I know that that's their job. I know that they've got this shitty job. But they also have discernment. Because when I was coming back from Burbank, they were like, saw a wrinkle in my shirt or a wrinkle in my pants, and they were just like, all right, well, do you have anything in your pockets? And I said, no, there's no front pockets. And they're like, okay, bye. And I was like, oh, that was easy. 
Do you think maybe in LAX they're used to so many different people coming through there that they're a little bit more abrupt and not doing their job like they're supposed to well, be? Well, LAX I don't know, but Burbank. I was at Burbank. Oh, Burbank. And Burbank okay. and, and, uh, and Las Vegas. Las, Las Vegas I always have a problem. Burbank is like nothing. You no, know, it's interesting is there's a trans guy <clears throat> that worked for TSA. I don't know if he still does. I haven't talked to him mm -hmm. in a minute. But um, once they found out that he was trans, they pulled him from searching people and put him at desk duty here in Vegas. Yeah, that's not really surprising. But anyway, uh, yeah, I just want to share because I actually was really upset. And I feel like it takes a lot to get me to the point where I'm going to cry because I really don't cry over anything. Yeah. And I was like having a panic attack afterwards. Like I had to go and stop and like collect myself and give one of my partners a call and be like, I don't know what just happened. Like this just happened. And it was really fucked up. So pretty much my whole flight, I was looking up, like waiting for the flight. And then on the flight, I was reading about like, the rights that TSA has yeah. to do things, um, but they do shady shit all the time. But you know, they did not, don't ever go into a room no. with them. Yeah, I would have stripped naked there <laughs> if, if, if that was like, I would, I would not yeah. have gone into a room. And I think that that was wise for me. But yeah, if you ever, they want to pull you into a room in TSA, don't go no. with them. You can ask for a police officer no, no. to go with you. Um, so they have to call it if you ask for a police officer. You know, a similar situation happened to me and I was flying back and forth between Boston and Philly uh, while I was in school and my mom would get these really cheap tickets where it just didn't make any sense to not fly. Right. But it was a one-way ticket. So for a long time, I got pegged every leg, and yeah, it was because it was a one-way ticket, one -way they ticket, said. They always think that you're going right. to something. And again, this is all post-9-11. Um, but it very much happened to me. I'm flying out of Philadelphia International, and it is right after Thanksgiving, to which I spent my entire Thanksgiving break completely trashed. Um, I was very green around the gills when I went through the airport. Uh -huh. So I'm wearing, like, like slide sandals and tearaway pants and a hoodie and, like, a real big sweatshirt or T-shirt. The most comfortable you yeah, can possibly Yeah, because I'm about right. to be on an airplane, too. So they decide they're going to go through absolutely everything. They bothered to open up my deodorant and sniff that and flip through. Did they... This is Take at the time where, you know, I had, we had CD players uh -huh. and CD bus yeah. booklets. So like they had to go through shit. absolutely everything. Um, I finally got to the point where I was like, if you tell me what you're looking for, like, I will be more than happy to grab it for you, but you are going to put all that back. It came down to, they were going to search me, and she tried. So I promptly got naked. Or real close to it, but I was standing in the middle of security line in my boxers and a binder, essentially. And I was like, is this close enough or should I keep going? I think I bothered to keep my socks on. The floor's gross. <laughs> no, I know. When people go through and flip-flops, I'm like... And they're like... Yeah. That's... But it got to that extreme. Yeah. You know, of yep. hassling people. And for a long time, I kind of thought it was just a one-way ticket issue. It's not. No. <laughs> After that, I stopped yeah. buying one-way tickets. Yeah. And round, round trip was the only way that I went. Yeah, I mean, they do, and they pay you for the one way. But also, like, I really feel that that is, like, I, it, I can tell if it's going to happen, how, how bad it's going to be by the person checking me in. Mm -hmm. I've had some people be like, oh, your name is really cool. And I was like... 
thanks, because like that's really you know. But I mean, I'd rather have that, and then I didn't have a problem. To like the whole looking five times, like okay, I had blonde hair in my ID. Um, so do like half the bitches here. So um, yeah, I mean, how many how many pounds how many pounds are added on with? fake booze. I just saying. Flying with an infant was yeah. a hassle too. They tested the formula. They tested the water. They had to go through all... Oh, one time they like made made a woman drink her own breast milk to like prove that it wasn't. Yeah. It's, like that, it's that kind of shit where you're like, why are these people given this kind of power? Because there is no protocol like make a woman drink her breast milk if it's... You just come they, on. They tested one bottle. Mm-hmm. They opened the rest of it. I think he sniffed one. Just the, is it milk? No, he has <laughs> to. Yeah, no, I know. What What are they looking for? What do they think that you're going to be, you know, taking? Plastic explosives. Yeah. You can create and assemble a bomb with a penis and a. Honestly, packy and a, really what is a pipe and bomb? tweezers. Without getting really way too into it, the pipe is just the casing. The rest of it is bomb things. But basic <laughs> explosives, yeah. For the most part, yeah. Yeah. Like you can turn anything. It sounds all MacGyver and James Bond like, but it's really not. Yes, it is. <laughs> Paperclip, so, bubble gum, and uh, duct tape, right? Mm. That's MacGyver shit right there. Yeah, no, I know. I know. That's the whole thing, is that yeah, anything? There's a legitimate threat and need to get it. Yeah, but a lot of times it doesn't come on through. What they found is the most terrorists don't come on through uh, going through security part. They come on because they work for the airline and they are coming on that way. Like from. Yeah. Like so. If people want to do stuff, just go work for the airline for a couple of years. Oh, baggage handlers can steal yeah. airplanes that way. Yeah, they can steal your shit too. So. I get, I just get terrified every time I go through the TSA because I don't know if I'm gonna get somebody nice or if I'm gonna get somebody mean or if I'm gonna have I to mean, get naked or if I'm not gonna have to get naked. And it's like I don't know if I can wear my packer, if I can not wear my packer. It's like well, it's the whole thing. Like I wasn't wearing a packer. I wasn't like. I didn't even look as I was coming from work so I was dressed nicer than I usually am. Usually I just do usually I just do like jeans and a t shirt and they always like I've tried to wear sweatpants and it's like they get you on the strings. They're like, Well you shouldn't wear strings and I'm like, Okay. So I wear jeans, but then they get you on the buttons. I'm like, What kind of pants do you fucking want me to wear? Just like some freaking Peter Pan leggings shit? No thanks, I'm good. Um, anyway, so that's 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 my rant. That's my <laughs> that's my ultimate rant of the week, and I um, I'm gonna definitely put that down because now I've been writing down the, the rants of the week. Yay! We keep, like, yeah, what we our keep, major rant is, so I might put keep that one down. Keep track of our I just get terrified every time I go through the TSA because I don't know if I'm gonna get somebody nice or if I'm gonna get somebody mean or if I'm gonna have I to. Mean, get naked or if I'm not going to have to get naked and it's like I don't know if I can wear my packer if I can not wear my packer it's like well it's the whole thing like I wasn't wearing a packer I wasn't like I didn't even look as I was coming from work so I was dressed nicer than I usually am usually I just do usually I just do like jeans and a t-shirt and they always like I've tried to wear sweatpants and it's like they get you on the strings they're like well you shouldn't wear strings and I'm like okay 
so I wear jeans, but then they get you on the button. I'm like, what kind of pants do you fucking want me to wear? Just like some freaking Peter Pan leggings shit? No thanks, I'm good. Um, anyway, so that's, that's, that's my rant. That's my, <laughs> that's my ultimate rant of the week, and I, um, I'm gonna definitely put that down because now I've been writing down the, the rants of the week. Yay! We keep, like yeah, what we keep, our major rant is, so I might put keep that one track down. Of our we rant have a better of the week. rant. 